Gabi from Lithuania and welcome to The Missing Piece. Russia is one of the biggest countries in the world. It is home to various cultures and people. Yet in many listeners' eyes, it's more known for politics. In this episode of The Missing Piece, we will speak about life in Russia and what is it like growing up there in the 21st century. I'm your host Gabi from Lithuania and today's guest is Sofia. She is currently studying communications in International University. Welcome to the show. Hi, yeah, it's really glad to be here today. Thank you for having me. Mm, I'm very happy you agreed to come to the show. But now let's go to the first question. As you can imagine, quite a few listeners might have stereotypes about Russia, that they are heavy drinkers and that they wrestle with beers and that they have thick Russian English accents. But as you can hear, it is not true in Sofia's case. Though, what other uh, stereotypes have you seen foreigners have about Russia? Which ones of them are true and which ones are false? Um, of course, I've heard many stereotypes about Russians here, um, especially studying with people from many other countries. Um, I used to be friends with American girl a lot um, and we used to hang out a lot so I've heard many of them from her. For example, one of those was like she asked me um, if I drink vodka every day. Um, also she asked me like if I don't drink vodka maybe maybe, maybe my relatives or any other people drink vodka like really often um, that is totally not true it's like in any other countries like some people do some people don't <clears throat> um, stereotypes about hanging out with bears a lot that is <laughs> not true as well I personally have seen a bear only in the zoo probably like any other person from other country. <clears throat> also, the stereotype about Russians being rude, sad all the time, not smiley, it really depends on who do you compare them with. If you compare them with people from the US, yes, Russians are kind of gloomy. <laughs> But if you compare Russians to people from Lithuania, for example, it's kind of the same. Um, some people are pretty happy with their life and they're smiling all the time and you can see a person just passing by and smiling for no reason. Um, or you can see people be not helpful, not happy, not, um, I don't know, just not really smiley or something. Yeah, I think that's like the main ones that I've met here. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope listeners now know that Russians do not really see bears that often, unless in YouTube videos or in the zoo. So, now the second question is also about Russian stereotypes, but this time it's about towns in Russia. Because, for example, in Lithuania, we know Kaunas, Vilnius, and we, people from other cities, we have stereotypes about those people living, for example, in Kaunas, that they are always wearing Adidas, for example. You know, what about in Russia? Do people uh, stereotype Moscow people, for example, or any other town people? Maybe your town has some stereotypes about it as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, we have the thing too. Um, we have this, 
I, I don't know, like we have this thing that we call uh, people from Moscow, like people with a specific kind of accent, we say that they do, they that they speak Russian in a particular way, they add more ah, ah, ah sounds, which is weird for me because I'm not from Moscow and I, I'm from Ural. Um, and it's it, it is true. It's not a stereotype. Most of people speak differently um, in Moscow. Um, people from Siberia are considered to be, you know, like countryside people. Because like one more stereotype about Russia is that Siberia is just forest, like the whole forest, and the same stereotype exists in Russia. So, for example, people from the central part of Russia think that Siberia is just forest and that's it. So we basically think that people... How, how do people live in Siberia? Like, they're just countryside people. In fact, Siberia has uh, many uh, developing and big cities. Also, um, there are some things in different uh, cities of Russia uh, that do not exist in other cities, or we call it differently. Like, um, and here at LCC, I met a girl from St. Petersburg, and we talked about, um, I think there was a conversation about food. So I asked her if she knows what is shangi, uh, and it basically is a round dough with the potatoes on it. Um, and she said, no. I have no idea what is it. We don't do that. We don't have that that kind of food in St. Petersburg. And that was so weird to me because I thought that it's a like the whole Russia has this thing. So that's kind of a different thing too. Food is different and some words are different in different parts of Russia. Um, I think that happens because Russia is pretty big and many people are not interested in what is going on in other cities of Russia. Mm. You mentioned that most of the people are not really interested in the cities. Is it because of the media coverage? Perhaps they do not report on what's happening in other cities and they just concentrate on the Mos Moscow news? Or is it just because uh, local towns have their own newspapers? Why do you think it's that? I think it's all in perception of Russians. Um, they don't really care about what's going on in other cities of Russia. They more... Um, let's say that we... Like, Russia is a whole bunch of, of area, right? Uh, but the whole life, in my opinion, exists in central part, in central part of Russia, which is Moscow, St. Petersburg, and uh, the part which is closer to Europe, kind of. Um, and usually people from the central part of Russia, they don't even care, they don't even know what's going on in there. Probably media, but media does not speak about things that are going on in other parts of Russia at all. Like. We have our local media, which is interesting for us. Like, you care about what's going on in your city, and you don't really care about what's going on in, like, Vladivostok if you live in Moscow because it's seven days apart on uh, by train. Um, yeah, so basically maybe it's a media problem and 
problem in perception of Russian people and their interests in the worldview in general. Mm. Well, that's interesting. Um, I say, no, you lived, uh, you lived a lot of years in a town called Perm. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, though. So correct that's me if I'm wrong. It's Perm? Yeah, it's Perm. Yeah. Okay. And I was wondering, are there any famous things in Perm? What are Perm people proud of? And how's the culture in the city? How is it different from other towns in the Russia and so on? Um, well, honestly, I, I can't really... Like, I, I will be subjective because I... I, I, I I'm totally sure that people from Moscow don't even know about the existence of such a city. Maybe they know, they've heard somewhere, but they don't really know what is it. Um, as I've met a lot of, not a lot of, but some Russians here at LCC, um, I I have heard from them, when, when I said that I'm from Perm, they were like, oh, that's the city where uh, this TV show was filmed in and the TV show's name is uh, which is like real dudes, real guys, something like that. Uh, that's a little translation. Uh, also, they also, <laughs> the perm is famous by its, um, I, I cannot call it an architectural masterpiece, but apparently people that created it thought that it is. Um, so we have this thing, which is letter P, like Russian P. Um, it may, it's made from many, like, you know, trees, like pieces of trees. And it's like a, a huge, I have no idea how, how many meters is that. Like, probably it's the size of, uh, five floor building, you know, mm -hmm. um, approximately. It literally looks like a chair. <laughs> I don't know why people from Permis are so proud of it, but yeah, it is what it is. I don't think it's beautiful. Um, the idea was to show that Russian, like our Perm cry, uh, and Perm is a the, the main city in Perm cry. Um, it's a reach with trees and forests. But generally, Perm is an industrial city. We don't really have many things uh, to see, and I would not... If, if someone would ask me, like, what, can I, what, what cities do I have to visit in Russia, I would not recommend Perm. <laughs> there are many beautiful, more beautiful cities in Russia. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, growing up in Perm and then uh, going to Lithuania, for what uh, did you experience culture shock? I wonder, and did you notice how your experience living in Russia was different? For example, once you look back to it after experiencing living abroad. I had a cultural shock, not because I moved from Russia to Lithuania, but because I moved f to an intercultural community. I met many 
people from the U.S. and I have never been in co contact with people from the U.S., which is like a polar um, kind of people. Like we all have heard about uh, peach culture and coconut culture. They are different. Um, so yeah, that was the main aspect of my cultural shock. But generally, I've noticed that people in Lithuania are not, in my opinion, they are not really different from people in Russia, at least in my hometown. Um, but I have to... I have to say that I uh, used to live in a city with a million people in it. Uh, so it's kind of a big city with a lot of um, shopping centers and stuff like that. But when I came to Klaipeda, <laughs> there was one Acropolis, and I was like, okay, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, but that's that's Klaipeda. Klaipeda is not the biggest city in Lithuania as well. True. Totally true. You mentioned the international community. And uh, as you're aware, Russia does not have the brightest um, look in the international community's eyes, in media at least. Have you... Have you experienced any biases or some clashes between the cultural views, opinions on your motherland, so to speak? You mean here in the international community? Yeah. Have I experienced it? Um, yeah, mostly... <laughs> I... It is obvious. I've heard many comments about Russia, Russian politics, stereotypes, whatever, uh, from people from Ukraine, Georgia, literally countries that are in conflict with the Russian Federation. And for some reason, people that are studying in international community, some of them still think that if a person is from Russia, it means that you can hate him. No. <laughs> Well, I am not in charge of politics. I did not choose this. I did not choose where to be born, um, which means that I'm. I have nothing to do with politics and with what's going on in my country. So all the comments, I mean, offensive comments are like I. I just don't feel that. Sorry, I don't know how to describe this correctly. I just don't know why people think that they can comment on my country, um, especially if we're talking about politics and like offending me by that, if I have nothing to do with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I mean, I can only imagine that it's quite upsetting because they don't really live in the country and they still do these things. Um, yeah. So I was wondering, you came abroad and uh, in a high school that you went in the perm you a lot of students consider studying abroad or they are more likely to study for example in moscow or saint peter and so in other russian cities or do a lot of students also go abroad like you did um no not many students are considering to go abroad because um the they earn not enough to, like, parents earn not enough to spend their kids 
uh, to study abroad. And if they do earn enough, they will probably send their kid to study um, in a high school, high school university. I think that's the name of the university. Um, no, high school of economy. Yeah, that's like the one one of the best universities in Russia, and it works with. Uh, universities all over the world so there is an exchange programs in this university um, I was considering to study in this one that's why I know so much about it um, but generally no parents would rather um, send their kids to study in Moscow or st. Petersburg mm. it's not a common thing for a perm to study abroad or in their hometown so hometowns also have universities? Did Perm, for example, have the university of its own? Oh yeah, we have a lot of universities. As I've said, uh, Perm is, Perm's population is one million people, which is like, the city is huge. We have several universities. We have um, a classic university which um, concentrates on like journalism, um, and, and things like that like uh, also we have another university that is more for a technical uses uh, another university is for people who are planning to uh, work in an educational field we have many universities the thing is that people from Param are not considering these universities good enough for them um, so many people from Perm are dreaming about being educating in uh, St. Petersburg and Moscow or Kazan, for example, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Now to more political topics, so to speak. Young people know only one president of Russia because he rules uh, since 2000s well at least i am <laughs> i grew up with vladimir putin on the television as well and i'm like hmm how do russian young people feel about that basically what's your opinion on vladimir putin how it shifted through the years because i heard he was very modern president that was with young people and he was very hip and then later in years he changed, he became more stern, perhaps older, and so on. So, what's your take on Vladimir Putin? I really doubt that I'm the best person to ask about that, but I will, I will answer why. Um, generally, I don't feel like I have the same opinion as many of my peers. Um, but I can answer the question. So, basically, um, I talked to different people and I used to be involved with Russian politics when I was younger um, and I talked to many people including my parents including other people of older generation and they said that compared to what was happening in Russia after the USSR Russia's moving forward and it's better than it was so probably that's why Putin is still here because the most of the population of Russia that are able to vo vote they vote for Putin because they see the progress people of younger generations like me um, 
maybe not me, maybe even younger than me, um, they used to look at Europe or um, USA. I often hear from my peers that they compare Russia to the USA. And then I have this question in my head, why do you compare these two countries with like a different, like totally different history, politics, and everything. Um, but still, they do compare them and they don't like what they see. They don't like that they don't see um, the... Wait, I forgot the word. <laughs> They don't like that they don't see things like LGBTQ plus community being supported by other people. They don't like that they don't see um, feminist movements a lot. They don't like being not progressive. But the thing is that the most of the population, including Putin, they do not accept the thing. It's not it's not um, acceptable for them. Um, and also, about like, I, ha I just had recently the conversation about LGBTQ plus community um, with my other friend. Um, and I think you might saw the movie about uh, Chechnya. Um, I think it's I, I'm I'm not sure. Is it a BBC movie or could be? Could be. I'm I'm not sure. So basically, the movie talked about how um, the representatives of of LGBTQ plus community are not accepted by people that live in Chechnya, and that is the problem of Russia as well. The Ru Russia is a huge country with different cultures and different um, worldviews. So if people from central Russia think that this kind of communities are fine and they're like actually mostly these people are um, either Christians, either they don't believe in God. I will explain why, why I involved God in here. Uh, at the same time, people from Chechnya, they are Muslims and the connection between people of the same gender for them since seems sinful and not acceptable for, for them at all. Um, but we have to live under the same law. And I think that the law that exists now is the most suitable one. Like, you will never be able to control this, like, the huge area of Russia and have the same law and, and be good for all of them. Of course, we have a lot of riots now in Moscow and many other uh, big cities of the of, of Russia, where people are more progressive, but they still they don't really think about other people that will not accept this. And the territory is huge. That is why I think that for now, Putin is the best that Russia have. Um, but later when our generation, generation of peers that look, that have more progressive looks, when they will grow up and they will have a a, a right to decide who who they want to see as a, as a president, uh, things will change. I think Russia needs like 
30 more years and maybe something will change but that is my opinion as i've said my opinion is really different from what other peers of mine think mm. why is it your opinion different because you said you are you were involved in politics so how is it different perhaps a lot of listeners will be a bit confused why do you consider it different yeah um Generally, my peers are, I, I, I'm sure you all have heard about Navalny, because um, he's like the only, um, the main figure of opposite movement, the opposite from the uh, Putin movement. Um, and many of my peers think that Navalny is an ultimate only um, best best uh, thing for Russia to have like they think that we should have another president but they don't really see all the aspects of Russia and they don't really consider them because they're I, 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 I suppose they're too young some of them and they don't really see these things through and think about them um, but yeah many people just blindly support them and my opinion about politics have shaped a lot since I moved to Lithuania. Um, I, I'm not saying that I'm supporter of any of of people that I uh, have been talking about today, but um, even though I worked in politics for some time of my life, I still don't think that peers really consider all the aspects of Russia and how it might shape um, Russian future. Mm. It, it's really great that you mentioned Alexei Navalny, but for many of the listeners, I bet they, they are aware, but they are not that aware of his impact on the Russia itself. It, because of him started quite a few protests that a lot of listeners have seen because international coverage and so on. And you mentioned interesting take that Alexei Navalny might not be the best thing for Russia after all. Could you elaborate on that and explain why you think so? Um, Alexei Navalny... Um, I think it's good that he's the first person who actually was able to stand up for the opinion of other people because like we all need a freedom of voice um, and we have some problems with that in Russia uh, but still Alexei Navalny is a good representative of opposite movement but I don't see him as a president of Russia um, I don't feel like he gives us a good program for the future of Russia I don't feel like he is going I, I don't know it might, it might be my personal opinion but I, I just don't feel like he will, will be good as a president of Russia mm. speaking of the protests uh there are a lot of people uh, getting uh, in trouble with police and many other things. Do you think those protests will uh, achieve anything? Um, they might. I think it's always good when people are doing something. 
when people are talking behind backs and don't do anything, um, it's kind of unfair. Like nobody will hear you if you don't do something. So I think riots are a good tool of public opinion. But still, I feel like it might get us to get us somewhere, but um, I'm not really sure. When people are asking me, like, what do you think about these riots? Or when people are commenting, like, it's so bad that police is uh, acting that way. I'm like, yeah, it's bad, but if you would be on the place of the head of um, a country and you had this kind of situation, what would you do? Wouldn't you... It's it's either... And people... I, I just don't know, wait. Um, let me Let me get this straight. When when you're ahead of a country, you don't have many options. And I don't feel like it's right what's going on in there, and I don't feel like it's right that police is um, beating up people. But the system does not work well all the time. And it, it's not even in Russia, it's everywhere. If you look at the US, it's the same there. Mm. Mm. Interesting, that's one of the opinions you don't really hear that often, because a lot of young people, as you said, they support Navalny. So it is quite interesting to hear a fresh take on it, that after all, it might not be, that he might not be the best ruler. So, yeah. That was quite interesting. And for the last question, I was wondering, what would you like uh, Russia to be known for? Because I bet you have, Russia itself has a lot of achievements that are not only bad things. So what would you like Russia to be known for in international media? I would love Russia to be known for its wonderful nature. One of the things that I really like about Russia, and I used to travel around Russia when I was younger a lot, um, is nature. Um, also, I wish people in Russia would be more culturally intelligent. Um, we are pretty welcoming to international community and when people from abroad are coming to Russia I hear many people saying oh yeah that is so cool but that that people are so open to us but it might be just an image you know and I wish that they were truly like that that they would truly love uh, people from all around the world to come to Russia and um, and I wish that Russia would be, um, I don't know, less <laughs> seen as a less aggressive country uh, in the world image. Yeah, because now when you say that you're from Russia, you always have to be like, I'm not sure if I should have said that. Because <laughs> people might have a wrong uh, stereotypical opinion about you if you say that you're from Russia. Yeah, that's it, generally. <laughs> mm. well, I bet Russia will be known for its great nature, its mountains, its vast landscape. It is the 
biggest and one of the biggest nations of the world. So I bet a lot of listeners gonna check out Russia Nature on the Google and they're gonna discover some really nice places. So thank you, Sofia, for coming here. And I bet a lot of listeners were enlightened by your stories about Russia and you broke even some stereotypes that they had. So thank you. Thank you so much, Gabriel.